you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Are you afraid of the dark? Do you fear death? What are you afraid of? What is your darkest fear? This is something I believe we should all ask ourselves in order to begin to know and understand ourselves a little better. And if we take the time to explore it, we can get to the root of it and heal it and be able to move forward. Because many times, fear is what keeps us from doing what can make us happy. For example, there may be people who long to travel and see the world, but they're afraid to get on an airplane or on a ship. And now they're missing out on gorgeous places on this earth with high frequencies that can fulfill and nourish their soul. Fear can many times be a hindrance and can cause us to create our own obstacles and blockages when it comes to us wanting to go and obtain the things we desire. And so maybe that person who's afraid of getting on an airplane is not really afraid of airplanes, but rather when they sit with it and dissect it, they realize it's ultimately death that they're afraid of. They're afraid of dying. Now that they have identified the root of the issue, they can begin to explore and research what it actually means to be dead and start that second part of the process of healing. Another thing that we must acknowledge is that many of our present fears were actually learned. We weren't born with them. According to an article by Thrive Global, we're only born with two fears. The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Typically, our fears are created from experience and our cultural beliefs. But the fear of falling and the fear of loud noise is one we all have in common and are all born with. There have been small experiments done with babies and even other young animals where they're placed on a transparent glass and resulted in them being afraid to take that step into the glass that was beyond the edge. This scenario reminds me of the time I got to visit the Grand Canyon with my husband, my best friend, and her husband. They have this tour thing called the Grand Canyon Skywalk. If you've never been, whenever you guys get a chance, look it up. It's this horseshoe-shaped glass bridge that extends about 70 feet over the Grand Canyon. And because it's glass, you get a clear view 4,000 feet to the Grand Canyon floor below you. Its height is taller than the Empire State Building, which is about 1,250 feet. This thing is more than double that size. And it took me about 10 minutes just staring at that endless bottom before I even took another step. 
but the fear of loud noise, whenever we hear one, we tend to cover our ears and our head, voluntarily or involuntarily, because it sets off our fight or flight mode. But not only does fear help create blockages for ourselves, it also has harmful effects on the body. Some people experience chest pains, chills, rapid heartbeat. Some of the more common effects are shortness of breath, sweating, upset stomach, but the most physically noticeable harmful effect is when people actually tremble uncontrollably. Fear can physically break you down. Some people fear spiders, snakes, others fear the dark, death, others fear tarot cards and Ouija boards. But as I mentioned before, these types of fear are learned either through experience or through our cultural beliefs. I believe religion plays a big part in this because it teaches you to fear many things in our lives, even things that were once and still are very natural to us, such as emotions. For example, in Catholicism, anger is considered a mortal or slash cardinal sin. Alright, so I'm going to deviate a little bit just to give you some insight on Catholicism. In the Catholic religion, there are two types of sin. There's mortal and or cardinal sin, and then there's venial sin. Venial sins are not as extreme because it's said to only weaken the soul and damage the relationship with God, but are still sins nonetheless. An example of venial sin is if you tell a small white lie. It can lead and tempt you to tell bigger lies. But mortal sins are actually much more dire because those destroy the grace of God in the heart of the sinner. It completely cuts off our relationship with God. So in order for a sin to constitute as a mortal or cardinal sin, it must meet three conditions. One, the mortal sin is a sin of great matter. Two, the mortal sin was committed with full knowledge. And three, the mortal sin was committed with deliberate consent. And so therefore, according to code CCC 2302, which stands for Catechism of the Catholic Church, anger is a cardinal sin. And then they instill this fear that if you sin, you go to hell. And if you're a person that deals with anger, a very natural emotion, instead of them helping you work out and work through your emotion, they tell you to suppress your feelings. And that's not healthy, nor does it get you any closer to God. Fear is a low vibration. Although I understand that fear is necessary at times, because, well, you know, survival instincts. The point I'm trying to make is that 
fear is going to put you in a low vibrational state. And what happens when you're in a low vibrational state? You emit those frequencies because we're all energy and likewise attract those same frequencies. So if you're scared of demons, which that's a whole other topic I mean to talk about in the future, but if you're someone who fears demons because of what the Christian church taught you, and if you're scared to go to hell, and if you feel or felt anger and feel fear to be angry, then you're most likely going to attract those low vibrational beings because your vibe is going to attract your tribe. But it's not just religion, although it does play a big part. It's all the daily little things, right? For example, I'll call myself out on this. I'm the type of person that sets three alarms to wake up in the morning and they are set within five minutes of each other. Sometimes I wake up on the first alarm, and other times I wake up on the second or third. I know. I feel sorry for my husband because he's the one that has to put up with that. (laughs) But I do that out of fear of being late to work. What about double-checking or triple-checking the door just to make sure it's locked? Out of fear that we might make it too easy for someone who's looking to break in. What about the fear that it might rain, so now there's a higher possibility of getting into a car crash? And so on. So this fear starts to create anxiety. So we have to become more aware and more mindful of our fears. It's okay to feel it, but don't just stop there. Sit with it and dig a little deeper. Dissect it and break it down, instead of the other way around. (laughs) That rhymed. That was unintentional, by the way. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. And or follow us on social media, on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond, and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or any feedback, or if there's simply something that you just wish to share, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. And I'll see you guys next episode.